after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about good ones, and we talk about bad ones, and we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. We don't need banks, because we are the bank. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Hez. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. All right, so coming up today, it turns out we are big in Schenectady? Yes, uh, big-ish, I guess you could say. Um, I was uh, looking at our, our our listener numbers. I want to say download numbers, but people don't really download podcasts. They just stream them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was looking at the numbers. And to the degree that the analytics offer specifics are kind of interesting, we have most of our listeners are the largest plurality, I guess, of our listeners are, are from Seattle. Um, but then there was like this weird surprise that like the next biggest city for last week or like the last two weeks was Schenectady, New York, which is like the small town. I don't know if it's a small town. It's a small city outside of Albany, New York in, in upstate New York. I wonder why that is. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't wonder why it's a small town <laughs> near Albany. I mean, I wonder why we have a concentration of listeners there, if we in fact do. How much do you trust these numbers? Well, who knows? I mean, I don't know that I want to like, you know, I don't know that I would send these to a peer reviewed journal or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, you know, it's just kind of an interesting little data point. And I, I thought maybe we have some new listeners in Schenectady. And that's why it's like, it seems unusually mm. high for just the last week. I don't know. But anyway, um, it got me thinking about Schenectady. And what do I know about Schenectady? Which is not much. And also, we want to kiss new listeners' asses. Yes, obviously. Right? So we are new just listeners gonna... are so much more important than old <laughs> listeners. That's not true. <laughs> but uh, we want to super serve our P ones today, and so we took a look at the commercial landscape as it is, but mostly as it was yeah. in Schenectady, New York. Because I went scouring today. I went down some weird, weird tunnels on the internet. Yeah, this is finding... sort of a narrow cast to the Schenectadians. Exactly. But I think everybody will enjoy it. There's some, I, I found some some audio that I'm really <laughs> excited to play uh, for you. So Great. we'll do that. And also, uh, we're going to check in with the Ad Council, as we always do. Two people urgently tweeted me <laughs> this week needing our hot takes and a couple of weird ads that are running right now. One I hadn't seen before, the one with Idris Elba, and I am very excited to talk about that. And there's another one starring a butcher, but it's not for meat or a butcher shop. So okay. we'll talk about those as well. Um, but for now, I say we get things going here with a little Schenectady talk. It's in our DNA. This is the official city song of Schenectady as of 2015, passed via resolution. A little background on it. This is from the uh, Daily Gazette. Uh, Cliff Brucker is an adjunct instructor of music at the Schenectady Community College. I'm sorry, Schenectady County Community College. And um, he came up, he has a little background in jingle making, apparently, when he used to work at some Obviously. ad company. And uh, he uh, wanted to write a song celebrating the new face of Schenectady. And uh, he was out to dinner with the mayor and both their wives. And he said, uh, hey, I've been working on this song. What do you think? And they said, we love it. Again, this is according to the Gazette. Right. And then he said, quote, I asked if there was any money to produce it. And the mayor said, there was no money for that during election season. <laughs> this is such a window into local Schenectady civic politics. So instead, according to the Gazette, Brucker used SCC's Vienna Brignola Studio at the School of Music to record the song, and he recruited students Amanda Cuthbert and Brendan Donovan to sing it for the recording. 
I noticed that Brucker uh, it was is also married to a former city councilwoman. So, you know, I feel like there's a lot of uh, sort of... This is how things get done? This is how things get done, I guess. This is how things get done. Uh, okay, so um, let's see here. Let's start with this first commercial that you found, I assume somewhat randomly, for the Schenectady Woodworkers Club. Yeah, this is from 1987. Um, but I, I just liked it as a... As a concept, it's like this. It's an advertisement for for joining the Schenectady Woodworkers Club, and it's just filled with a lot of um, dazzling details about like what you can use this what you can use this club membership for. Attention woodworkers! If you'd like to learn the fine art of woodworking and develop a rewarding trade, the Schenectady Woodworkers Club is designed especially for you. Together with professional cabinet and furniture makers, you'll learn a wide variety of woodworking skills and techniques that could save you years of self-teaching and frustration. As a member of the Schenectady Woodworkers Club, you'll also purchase all of your woodworking supplies at discount prices. And cash-paying jobs are almost always available. Memberships are limited. The Schenectady Woodworkers Club, 804 Strong Street, Schenectady. This uh, piqued my interest, I could not find any other reference to the Schenectady Woodworkers Club except for links to this video. It seems to no longer exist, but at the very end, they show the address of where it is in Schenectady, and I looked it up on Google Maps. Oh my God, it looks like a a, murder shack. Yeah, it's an abandoned old garage now next to an abandoned house. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, but you can see that it probably at one point was somebody's probably, might have even been like kind of a residential, it might have been run by the the people in that house there. I was doing, I dug so deep, I wanted so bad to give you some dazzling details about the Woodworkers Club, it seems to just now, when you type in those words, you just kind of get a, a, a greater, like, I think, upstate New York club for woodworking Right, or but bad news for Woodworkers of Schenectady. Yeah, so. Um, now, oh, this next thing, you were very excited about this, right? You found this over the weekend? I did. So if you live in Schenectady, I'm sure you are familiar with Mohawk Auto Center. They seem like... You know how we lived in Concord? There was like the Grapponi Auto Group and mm-hmm. everything was Grapponi Auto, Grapponi Auto this, Grapponi Auto that. And they like, they sold cars, they repaired cars. They like, they they're just New had, Hampshire royalty. They're just New Hampshire royalty. And we're friends with some of them. We are friends with some of them, not to brag. Mm-hmm. Um, Which makes us like royalty adjacent. <laughs> that's right. Um, anyway, so there's the Schenectady Mohawk Auto Center and they've really um, kind of built a name, it seems like, in the region for like, kind of like, Selling cars, but like their pitch is like no credit, bad credit. Yes, you know, like you can definitely very, get yes. a car loan here. I watched a bunch of them, and you know, they're definitely trying to appeal to working class people who have terrible credit. Like there yes. was one that was, I don't think it's one that we're going to play here, but the guy was kind of like, man, I didn't. I didn't have anything. I, yeah, had, like, I like, had a terrible credit score. I was in prison. <laughs> yeah, and, the and was, they sold me a car. Yeah, and the quote from this one guy was, they didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we'll hear that later. I don't know if it's in one of the ads we're going to play. Um, but I just got kind of a, I went down a total um, Mohawk Auto Center rabbit hole on this because there was also a recent article, apparently Jerry Springer, Jerry pays by check Springer. Um, look that up if you haven't heard that story. Um, it has been their pitch man for a long time. Now, I think he has been the pitch man for a number of kind of local businesses and things, but he the, he had a relationship with Mohawk Auto Center, and so he came... Because he grew up in, in New York City. So. Did he grow up in New York City? I mean, I think of him as a as a Ohio guy, because um, he's the mayor of Dayton. Right. But I looked him... That's right. I forgot about, of course, that's pay by check. Um, he paid for a prostitute with a check. That's the story. Yeah, and then he and had then, to address it when he ran for mayor. Yes. I wish I hadn't done that, <laughs> uh, is what he famously said in his ad, um, or his statement. But uh, yeah, I looked him up today. He was actually born in England and then grew up in Queens, Interesting. I I associate him totally with Ohio. Mm -hmm. I'm Jerry Springer, and I want to be your governor. Now, after sharing some specific solutions for our unemployment and education problems in this state, it looks like the nomination is finally within grasp, which makes what I'm about to tell you even more difficult. Some nine years ago, I spent time with a woman I shouldn't have, and I paid her with a check. I wish I hadn't done that. But anyway, yeah, as you were saying, though, he has a relationship with them. He's been doing ads for them, apparently, for a while. Yeah, so he came to the town, and they had a little story about it in the local paper um, where he, like, you know, kind of stood arm in arm with the owner of Mohawk Auto Center. Um, but what I what, t- what caught my interest about the story was that at the very end, it announced um, that Jerry Springer 
is going to get a new show because like I guess the Springer show which like actually has been running all this time is that right oh I didn't realize that I figured it in syndication he's making new ones huh I don't know it was a little, that part was a little fuzzy to me but anyway there is there is either is no more or will be no more Springer show but there will now be a Judge Jerry so like a Judge Judy type of show where he's like because I think he's you know he's an attorney my uh, name is Judge <laughs> It's it's a mock trial with Jay Reinhold. <laughs> um, but yeah, so everybody, uh, you know, set your DVRs. Here, Judge, can I, Judge Jerry. Can I play a little bit? This is about a one-minute um, news report from Channel 6 News. No chair throwing, but a lot of excitement at Mohawk Auto Center in Schenectady today. That's because the TV icon was on hand today. Jerry Springer paid a visit to help Mohawk celebrate its 100th year in business. Springer serves as the spokesperson for the company, which is founded by the Herodin family exactly 100 years ago on State Street in Schenectady. The city of Schenectady proclaimed today... I forgot that it was the Centennial, which oh, is right. quite a long time yeah, for a is. car dealership to be in operation. To business for 100 years, and the camaraderie of the people that work here. It's a family business. It's a great example of what the local business can do. Okay, so blah, blah, blah. This is all, you know, kind of, this is very, uh, very local newsy as far as very promotional. But then um, here, take a listen to the very end of the report. And as for Jerry Springer, his long-running tabloid talk show had been airing on our sister station, the CW15. That's done. Springer set for a new challenge now, ready to launch his new court show, Judge Jerry. He joked today it'll be the first time in his life he'll be called honorable. Jerry Springer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay. It did it did air as of as late as recently as um July of twenty eighteen. Okay. So Great. God, that show ran forever. So ever. Whatever I, that means. I have something very special for you, Vive. So we could not find, even though Many news reports said that he has served their spokesman I for looked. a long time. I looked like crazy. You yeah. looked like crazy. We could not find one of the ads that he was on for Mohawk Auto Center. You did find a Mohawk Auto Center commercial. I also found a Jerry Springer commercial for something called Ideal Auto Center in Central Illinois. So he's just doing all the auto centers. Well, two. Supposedly. That's all there are. Right. So what I did was I fixed it. I really, I went, I mean, it, I spent so much goddamn time looking for, I was like, if he's known for doing these commercials for Mohawk. Thank God we have so much leisure time. I, look, I. I was, I was searching. I didn't just search Google. I was like in deep in Reddit. I was deep in, <laughs> I was like, somebody must have tweeted about this and people did tweet about it, but nobody took any video. So what I finally decided to do so I could just like scratch this itch and move on is I took the commercial that Jerry Springer did for the central Illinois ideal auto center. Uh-huh. And when needed, I inserted some audio from the current Mohawk Auto Center I commercial like that's running, yeah. and I think it's smooth. I can't even I can't even hear where I'll the edits are. I'll see if I can are. hear the edit. Just take a listen to this. Jerry Springer here to tell you about the easiest place to buy a quality used vehicle in Schenectady. Maybe an unforeseen <laughs> bankruptcy, repossession, or some bad credit issues have hurt you. Well, my friends at Mohawk Auto Center have over 150 cars to choose from. And when you buy here, you pay here with on-the-spot financing. Stop by Mohawk Auto Center or visit MohawkAutoCenter.com. And be sure to watch my show weekdays right here on Fox. Schenectady. Um, Your so, wife's name is Targus. <laughs> Targus. At the very end, he says, okay, so the real commercial, of course, is for, uh, you know, Central Illinois. He says, um, and don't forget to watch my show here on Fox in Central Illinois. So that might be part of the agreement, too. Mm-hmm. And he might have a really tight deal to try to keep as many of these local kind of, let's call them crappy-ish commercials off, off, the, the, off, the, off internet. the internet. I totally agree with that. I was digging through. I was on the... Um, it's too weird for there not to be any. Yes. It's just that one person wouldn't post it somewhere. So Yeah, he must have some kind of arrangement for some reason. But anyway, now we've created it in audio form. And yeah. So it's basically just as good. Um, I wanted to share with you, this goes way back. So there is a station. I was just like figuring out like, what are the local TV stations there? And maybe oh, I can, can we find... play one of the, one of the, oh, uh, the uh, Mohawk ads. Oh for yeah. Real? Sure, is this the yeah. one where the guy says they just didn't care? 
I'm not sure if this is the one where they say that, but let's take a listen. When other dealers say no, Mohawk Auto Center says yes. Mohawk can get you into a late model pre-owned car, truck, or SUV, regardless of your credit. No other dealer I went to could get me approved, but they made it happen. Well, I had a credit score of 400, but that didn't matter to them, and I got the car I wanted. And we I think don't that's need the one banks, I was because of. we are the bank. Get financed through Mohawk and get rolling in your new car today. Visit Mohawk Auto Center and MohawkAutoCenter.com. And I gotta say, that one is pretty. Well I don't have a driver's produced. license. Right. I'm legally blind. <laughs> they didn't care. Um, that one is actually okay produced. Like the lighting on the people is. There fine are some crappy. There ones. are some ones where yeah. it really looks. And again, it's like, well, you don't want to make fun of poor people, but like it's clear they just have people that are not at all ready to be on camera. Yeah. Who are just like, or uh, what? possibly have credit extended to them. What's that? Or possibly also people who are not ready to have credit. The, well, that's to the them. thing. Yeah, you get people in trouble with that. With that, but um, okay. So um, I started searching around for just like the stations that are on the air or were on the air uh, there in Schenectady and seeing if I could find some like commercial blocks. Sometimes people feel nostalgic and they just say, "Here's a block of commercials from WIOIO in Cleveland in the yeah. 1980s." I wouldn't know that, but I'm assuming. I, I've never spent hours on end trying to recapture my childhood by watching commercial blocks from my youth. But, well, so far um, we've recaptured Ben uh, Harrison's childhood oh, on right. this show yep. and uh, Phyllis Fletcher's childhood. That's right. We keep them in jars. <laughs> um, so anyway. We suck their essence. This is from WRGB, the CBS affiliate there. Uh, they used to produce a local high school quiz bowl type of TV show featuring students competing against each other. And someone named Andrew Gatt appeared on one of these shows in 1985. I know his name because he's on YouTube. And he posted this old video of YouTube a few years ago. The two um, cities competing or the two high schools are Cooperstown, of course, uh, and Coxsackie, Athens high school and uh, this is what this fellow Andrew uh, put imagine as going to a high school called Coxsackie <laughs> it's amazing um, <laughs> you know the ridicule just sort of writes itself he says I was on the Coxsackie Athens team I have kept this tape for 28 years I figured that I better upload it before the tape disintegrated or I couldn't find a VHS player anymore I kept the commercials in the recording since they're almost as interesting as the rest of the recording now unfortunately th I mean that got me excited it doesn't have that many commercials in it uh, actually but I do want to um, play this uh, at least from the beginning so you can kind of get a sense of the broadcast here so let's take a listen to this now it's Coxsackie Athens High School in Schenectady. Yeah, it's right in that region. Let's take a listen to this. Seeing a lot of laser lights. I think this is maybe even a small commercial at the beginning of this. Maybe they sponsored this local show. This multimedia laser light show at the Schenectady Museum Planetarium, April 19th through the 28th. I was right on the money with laser lights. Yep. WRGB TV6, Schenectady, Albany, Troy. Now, this is the quiz show that we're this watching. This is the quiz show. I just want to give you a sense high school of it. students on the Interscholastic Quiz Program, Answers, Please. Today's contest brings together Kutsaki Athens Central High School and Cooperstown Central High School. Good afternoon. Welcome to Answers, Please. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. We once again have two fine high school teams ready to compete today. Okay. The audio isn't great. You can tell it's kind of phasing in and out. I love the visuals on it, though. I mean, it, I mean, it looks like just, an SNL skit. It is so of an era, It is, right? and, the, and the set is so cheap. Yes, and at the very, very end of this, it's about a half-hour show, and he uploaded the whole thing. At the very end, there's one commercial. I'll just play a little bit of it. It's a pretty standard, especially for the time. Did I give the year, by the way? This is 1985. Um... Uh, this is kind of a standard liquidation sale of some sort for a furniture company. Ooh, absolutely. The final days of Albert's multi-million dollar going out of business sale. Come in and see the largest selection of name brand furniture, bedding, and waterbeds at absolutely the lowest prices ever seen in our 12-year history. Five so these, these types of commercials are kind of hard to listen to anyway, and with the sound quality, it's especially hard to listen to. So yeah. I don't want to, you know. I love looking at prices from this era of stuff yeah. and like thinking about, like, does that seem like a lot or a little? 
Yeah. Like $400 for like a big uh, like sectional sofa. Probably, you know, seems like a pretty good deal. And probably sturdy as hell. Yeah, I'm sure, well, I'm sure it was furniture. like, you know, 1,200 pounds or something. We're at the end of that commercial now. And then there was a little like kind of station ID that listed kind of what's coming up on the station later this evening. And I, I got a kick out of that. TV6 brings you 60 minutes at 7 tonight. Murder, She Wrote is on at 8, followed by Crazy Like a Fox at 9. And then it's Trapper John MD at 10. Crazy Like a Fox is on at 9. Do you remember that? I have never heard of that, but would you like me to read a description of it? Yes. This is, it's a freewheeling San Francisco private detective convinces his attorney son to help solve his cases. Oh. So it's like a, it's like a team up, you know, a team pr- up procedural. I yeah. like it. Followed by uh, Trapper John MD. Right. We are your team for news next on New Center 6 Update at 11. A fine pair stars Rock Hudson and Claudia Cardinal at 11.30. And then it's good times. WRGB has Sunday's touch. They don't even list. It's so weird. They don't even list a time for good times, though. It's just like whenever that movie ends, good times will be on. Right. And I wonder if this is in the era when they they just go off the air. Yeah. Right. You know. Anyway, I got I got a huge kick out of that. I'm sorry the audio wasn't uh, super great. If you've ever seen. Crazy like a fox, and you have a review of it. Please send mm-hmm. it to us. I would love to. Uh, I would love to see it myself. Okay, this is a more modern commercial. It didn't run for very long. It only had what looks like two seasons. Okay, here's a more modern commercial. This was posted to YouTube in 2010, and it seems like it's probably from about 2010. And it's for Metro Ford in Schenectady, and. Um, it's a low-budget local car dealership commercial. You, we see two little kids selling lemonade outside a suburban home, okay? Okay. And their sign says, Lemonade, 10 cents. And then two dudes drive up in some sort of a Ford SUV, and they look like D-bags, okay. I guess is kind of, a, you know, just kind of cheese ball right. kind of guys. And... The kids ask them if they want to buy any lemonade. I got to tell you all this because it's going to go by very quickly. It's confusing. It's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. And then you're going to hear the guy say something like, we have a better idea. And then they pull into this driveway, apparently these kids' driveway. Right. They pop the tailgate down on the SUV and they set up their own lemonade stand in the back of the truck. Cool. And they sell it for five cents instead of the 10 cents. Oh, my God. These adult men, like, undercut these kids on their own front yard. I. This is one where is I really... Is this like a car dealership for sociopaths? I think so. I want the listeners to see the visuals on this so much. Go, to the, go yeah. to the Facebook group. We'll have it posted there. All right. So just take a listen to this. Do you want to buy some lemonade? Yeah, it's awfully hot out. No, thanks. We've got a better idea. At Metro Ford of Connectivity, we're We're still looking for a deal deal. we can't beat. Help me! Help me! Check over 35... The kid just gets up and starts screaming mommy and runs into the house, which... Is fair, by the way. They're not in the SUV. I'm sorry. They're in a pickup truck. But now I understand the commercial a little bit better. It is still obnoxious. Did I not describe it? No, right? no, you described it right. But okay. the thing is, these guys are Metro Ford. Yes. So they're there to oh, say, yeah, like, I we should... will not be undersold. Exactly. That's the thing. I thought they were just like, hey, we just bought this new truck. And um, now we're using it to just go around, like, putting lemonade stands out of business. I see. No, no. That was a key piece of information that yeah. I left out, that these two D-bag-looking guys are clearly... They are hardcore D-bag-looking, <laughs> though. Yeah. Um, but they clearly, yeah, they work for... One of them's like Ford. a discount Howie Long type. Yeah. Yeah. A discount Howie Long type. Uh, just let that sink in for a second. Okay. Um, oh, I love that. Thank you. Now, the, before we go back in time again let's keep it a <laughs> little bit more uh current i like this campaign my friend yeah. it is for something called rivers casino and resort in yeah i was i Did was looking at these? no i was looking for rivers casino and resort um ads because that seemed like i mean i was yeah. looking at schenectady i was like what are the businesses that are keeping the local economy afloat who uh-huh. would be likely to advertise obviously rivers casino 
the big one, but I couldn't find any. Like I found like promotional videos and things were like four minutes long. That surprises me because they have a very specific active campaign that is based on a on a very specific idea, which I love, and they're consistent with it. Well, I couldn't find it, and it's called the um, Window Drop campaign, and each one begins the same way. You see, I think maybe some. Uh, I think you see kind of a nice shot of the outside of the casino and then a limousine drives up. That part is always the same with tinted windows. Mm -hmm. But then the driver's side window always drops down and then the driver looks directly at the camera and says something. Okay. Uh, In one of these, they mix it up. One of these that I'm going to play for you, instead of the driver's window going down, it's actually the... um, separator between the passenger and the driver and the driver looks over his shoulder and talks to you but either way windows are dropping down and they say something and i actually think this one is uh this campaign is is pretty good especially for a local campaign so i'm going to play for you this first one which is window drop number 17. don't just go out Dogs go out. Cable goes out. Go live. Okay, so that one got my attention because I was like, that's weird and somewhat... Yeah, it's where they went with like a Russian mobster for yes, the driver. I know. But what I like is the campaign is actually very diverse. I don't have this one in front of me, but one is a... They, the window goes down and it's an older Latina woman and uh, I can't remember exactly what she says and then in this one it's an older African American guy and he's the guy who looks over his shoulder and talks to you through the um, partition don't just break the monotony make sure nobody can put it back together again go all humpty dumpty on it <laughs> He's also a good actor. He really he does something with his face. Now, listen, I'm not saying that these are going to win any like national awards, but for a local campaign, it's a good idea because they have a glossiness He's- about them because they are able to reuse. 90% yeah. of this footage of like, and there's nice B-roll of people playing. Right. And, and it, it feels like a you know somewhat higher level production than especially like some of these car commercials we're seeing. And all they have to recut in is this five second little line each right time. and so it doesn't have to be this whole big expensive production the second limo driver has sort of a keith david vibe who's keith david he is an actor who he seems he like plays a lot of like generals and presidents hmm. he's but for a long time he was like if it was the future and we had a black president it was keith david oh but not the guy from 24 no, no not no not, he's all state right not all state guy yeah um, I think Keith David, you would you would recognize him or his voice if you saw him. Okay, well, um, good news, everybody. We're going back in time again. I found uh, a 15-minute, about a 10-minute YouTube video of the final scene, final commercial break, and curtain call of the popular TV series Full House as it was recorded off of local Schenectady TV. Topical, back. what with Lori Lachlan in the news. Oh, right, right. Uh, this is from 1995, and this first commercial I'm going to play for you. Oh, I wish the audio was better, um, because I think this will speak to you, uh, Genevieve. This is for the Great Escape Amusement Park, which is at Lake George, which is about a um, an hour north of Schenectady. Um, again, my apologies for the audio, but it's from 1995. That was like the Dark Ages, people. You heard about the comment. You thought, I can handle it. No, you're not so sure. So he starts by saying, you've heard about the comet. You think you can handle it, but now you're not so sure. And we're seeing, and this is like really low budget, but we're seeing, it's, it is hard to film on a roller coaster. Yes. And so they're filming a bunch of people's faces grimacing as they're on this roller coaster and about to go, uh, go up and then eventually down this hill. Too bad, because now that you've strapped yourself to the comet, there's nothing to do. Is this making you upset? Yeah. Your heart is pounding, your palms are sweating, and you're beginning to understand what being comatized means. Why don't they call it comatose? That's what I was about to say. They they missed a huge opportunity. (laughs) I know. It'll make you comatose. The minute I get off this comet, I'm going to do it again. 
Lake George, New York. That last guy, you can't see him, but he looks, he, that guy was a dead ringer for uh, Danny McBride. You're right. There's like, there's like a Danny McBride character. If Danny McBride were playing a character of like a, um, a 1980s middle-aged dad in Chicago in the 80s. Right. Right. Like some guy who really likes the bears. Um, Okay. And then I don't even remember. I want to go to an amusement park. It's been so long since I was on a roller coaster. What I find amazing about that one is they don't even do a good job making the hill even look that. You you can tell they're doing everything they can with angles. Yeah. They try to shoot right down the biggest slope. And it's not really even that impressive. First of all, it's 95. You know, and it's just a local, you know park it's not it's not like cedar point or one of the japanese parks that is probably you know known for their huge roller coasters oh yeah this one i don't know really what to say about it other than i kind of i don't know i wouldn't mind you helping me out a little bit because i can't even tell what the dealership is this is a (laughs) sounds like a very poorly made ad (laughs) this is a commercial for fords but it's so clearly a local commercial there's some guy whose name apparently is ernie he is filling up his car at a gas station. Sure. It's just okay. shot at a gas station. And um, and he says his name in this. But then at the end, it's not like shop at my dealership. It's not shop at Ernie's. It, he just says, if I understand this correctly, he just says, you know, buy a Ford at one of your local upstate New York Ford dealerships. It's just a PSA to buy Fords? I guess so. I mean, regionally. <laughs> but then who's Ernie? Well, they- I don't. Can I see it? I don't. I'm having a hard time following this. Okay. So again, this is an old man named Ernie, and he's filling up his car at a gas station. Okay. You know, people are always asking me, Ernie, do you really drive a Taurus? Would I be filling up someone else's Taurus? Now you can drive a Taurus too, because your upstate quality Ford dealer has a new low mileage lease package. After a small down payment, you can drive a '95 Taurus for two thirty-nine a month. By the way, the '95 Taurus, a beautiful car. Yikes. 24 months, 20,000 miles. Think of it. Drive a new Taurus with only a $239 monthly payment. This is a limited offer. See your upstate quality. At the end, he's aiming the gas, like, you know, pump, pump, gun-like at the the viewer. And shaking it. I think what it is is that I bet, like, a lot of these, like, local Ford dealerships, like, got together and agreed to pay for an ad that was, like, for any of them. So it's like if you live in that area and you see a Ford dealership like you that it'll be part of that consortium. Yeah, that makes sense, but who's Ernie? You would think that like if you're going to brand it around, you know, like Is it possible cuz he the way he said people often ask me, "Ernie, do you really drive a Taurus?" I wasn't sure if he meant they were saying like can you really afford to drive a Taurus or are you really stuck in a Taurus? I really didn't know which way he meant it. I assume it was the former. Or, I mean, maybe he's not even a dealership owner. Maybe he's some guy who's, lo- like, famously local. That's, what I, that's the only yeah. thing that would make sense to me is if he's, like, the local weather guy or something. Yeah, that would maybe make the most sense. And they don't yeah. even have to identify right. him because it's so local. It's so hyper-local, that, but he's known. But you would think he would say, like, I'm Ernie... Smith or whatever. But you don't need to. I guess not. Does he's Bernie a, Kosar Bernie. have to say, I'm Bernie Kosar in to commercials? To me, he does. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's test that theory right now because Bernie Kosar liked to sell a little something called heat pumps. Let's see if I can... <laughs> Did he say it like that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, let me see here. I, I can't find the video right now, but I'm pretty sure. Ernie, do you really drive a Ford Taurus? <laughs> Ernie, are you okay? <laughs> Ernie, do you need to talk to someone? Here, take a listen to Ernie, this. Ernie, are you living in your Taurus? This is a commercial from the 80s uh, featuring not Ernie, but Bernie Kosar, okay. famed uh, quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. For the electric heat pump, Bernie Kosar. At least they say Kosar. Being someone yeah. who's comfortable heating things up cooling them down and staying tough and reliable under any conditions. I've got to respect my electric heat pump. Yep, Bernie Kosar. He plays quarterback just like a heat pump. (laughs) Making things hot, making things cold. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, let's see. I think I got one more thing for you here. If Um, anyone in Schenectady, I know I put out a lot of like... Oh, yeah, that's right. We are talking... We have thousands of With listeners. Thousands of Schenectadians. Yes. Schenectarians. I got a. I got a land on one. Um, yeah. Send, Let me know what let, you're called. It, what are you? What are you known as as a people? What are you watching on TV in terms of your commercials, your local commercials? And who's Ernie? And who the f 
is Ernie. I have a theory on that. Now. Okay. No, I don't know if this nope. makes sense. Maybe, but here, I'll lay it out. That was you. quick. What if everybody in Schenectady just kind of refers to themselves as Ernie? Everyone's It's an just kind of like, everyone's we're, an Ernie. Right, we're all Ernie. That was the old Schenectady official city song. I am Ernie. I am Ernie. I am, I am Ernie. <laughs> all right. Um, I know that we're supposed to talk about TV commercials. <laughs> Maybe they're called Ernie's. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, I see. We're, we're, all, we're all Ernie's. We're Ernie's. Yeah. But instead of like we're Schenectarians, right. we're Ernie's. And so when somebody says to me, Ernie, do you really drive it? It's like, yeah, because everybody calls Everyone's everybody Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think my theory. You know what? No need to write in. I think yeah, we figured solved. it out. Thank Mystery you. solved. All right. Um, I know we're supposed to be talking about TV commercials, but I did find something that I got a lot of enjoyment out of which was a I think a 10 or 15 minute air check tape of a local radio station from 1984 okay we're talking WGFM 99.5 here which has a rich storied history by the way um if you'll allow quick aside first radio station in the United States to go full-time stereo Interesting. Wow. I just blew you away. Yeah. That is interesting. And they, um, and so in the 70s and 80s, they did kind of album-oriented rock or a format similar to that that was called, actually, I think it was like stereo rock. You know, they were, because this was a big deal in radio. Now that they could play this, you know, this very expansive music and, and we're kind of in the post-psychedelic era here, but. Uh, You're boring me to death and I'm already dead. Okay. Anyway, uh, I listened to a couple of commercial breaks in there and here is one commercial that aired. I'll just play one. But what amazed me about this was I couldn't figure out what the shit they were selling <laughs> for like 30 seconds in. So why don't you tell me? Like, All right. I'll, I'll, give, a, me, give me the bell and I'll, okay, ring, I'll ring it just when Just twinkle toe, twinkle toe. No, okay. You can have the <laughs> bell. Ring the bell as soon as you... I mean, there will be a moment where it's totally clear, but okay, here we go. As soon as I think I know what it is. When you think this you know like, what it is, this is like when ring you the can, bell and I, I'll pause it and guess because you might be wrong because I was thinking wrong for the first right, 10 seconds. It's like when you identify a song based on like the first two yeah. seconds or whatever. Okay, here we go. Just ahead, we've got the music of John Cougar, Mellencamp, and Culture Club on Hit Radio. You can walk. You can drive. Just get in to Sounds Great's free inventory sale now. At Sounds Great, they'd rather sell it. Stereos. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a tapes and CDs because all they do is talk about they have so much stock and what they do, but they it takes them, I think, 15 seconds or 20 seconds into their ad to say that they're stereos. But I guess maybe I'm just dumb. I mean... I was tr thinking really hard about what it what could this be a thing for. Like yeah. if I was just if I was just listening, it would probably I wouldn't have immediately thought like I'm listening to a stereo ad. But I think the reason I was also maybe overly astounded about that was it again underscored the localness of this that you don't have to explain it. Like there's yeah. just a I'll bet you when I'm listening to the Ernie's my understand. Yeah. <laughs> When I'm listening to my sports radio, there are a million commercials I hear that probably maybe leave things out that if I were an alien who dropped down right now or an Ernie visiting Seattle, be like, right. you know, what, what is what is this? So, okay, let's listen to a little bit more of this. We've got the music of John Cougar, Mellencamp, and Culture Club on Hit Radio. You can walk. You can drive. Just get in to Sounds Great's free inventory sale now. At Sounds Great, they'd rather sell it than count it. It takes a lot of manpower to count their huge inventory. So Sounds Great has slash prices to sell everything now. They Save hate on famous counting. <laughs> $144. Brand name receivers as low as $77. AM FM car stereo cassette players starting at $38. The more Sounds Great sells, the less they have to count. So they're selling it all. This kind of reminds me of an ad that we have locally for um it's called uh is it called like stereo only it's no it's the I, that's in my notes <laughs> this is the opposite of video only, video only we have these commercials only. that are all and often it's two actors that's right playing again it's can you unclear. grab a video only ad those are hilarious they tend do do they do tv ads i've never seen a tv one but if you can find one on the radio it's really hard to search for radio and find ads, radio ads on the fly but let's it's, just the, the little skits are so hilarious You'll have a man and a woman, like the man will be going like, I need to get a television. But It's no. always the woman who needs the help and it's the oh, man it's, who man. Oh, really? It. Yeah. So it's the woman goes like, I need to get a television, but where can I buy one? And then the man's like, haven't you heard of video only? You 
dumb idiot. <laughs> it's very it's very Shane Company in that well, way. Well, it's like Okay, so the whole point of video only is they don't sell refrigerators, they don't sell telephones, they don't sell every appliance in the world. They only they focus sell on video. television. Yeah. It's called video only. But when I first moved here, the version of the ad that was running was all about how these new flat screen TVs have a tinny sound. Well, that's why you need to buy this, you know, speaker system and amplifier to go along with your TV. And then at the end, they say, we're video only. We only sell video. And I'm like, you just you advertised just audio equipment. Me. Then I yes. need to get audio equipment. But then what's brilliant about it is they have a little, it's somewhere in between a tagline and a jingle where it says, so the next time you need something for your television needs, visit video only. Otherwise, you'll be sorry. Oh, yeah. And you hear that, especially again, during baseball season, you hear them over and over. You probably hear that commercial, oh, God, like, what, 10 times a game? And you're listening to 162 games? I mean, if I, you're a real I'm, fan. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I probably hear it like six times a year. So it's just like you're talking along with the commercials. You're like an insane person. If you, somebody were to <laughs> mic me up while I'm puttering around on a Saturday cleaning the house. Do you sing along? Listening to a Mariners game, I will do this thing and I'll do it with songs sometimes where I know they're about to give an answer to something. So I'll pretend to ask the person a question. Right. But like, well, I don't know where to go. Where should I go, Ernie? That's why you got to go to video only <laughs> and like i'll like create little plays i'll sing along i'll say you'll be sorry but yeah i do find that there's a little bit of a, conden a condescension in the ads yeah. between the woman and the man because he's the one who's always explaining it to her oh i, I didn't realize i could be wrong Boy, that feels like wrong. a crazy misstep if that's the case but i'm not sure maybe they go back and forth yeah. maybe they do maybe it's just the current one that i'm kind of stuck on here and I, i'm sorry that i can't find a um Let's see here. Let me just do one more search, and then if not, we'll just give it up. No. Unfortunately, terrible SEO. Yes. Video only. Can be a lot of things. And I'm just getting all kinds of videos. Yes. You know? Like, yeah, all right. That's uh, fine. Uh, did I... Like, can we just listen to the end of this commercial only for my satisfaction? Because it's a long commercial. I'm skipping to the end here. But I think they rejoin the radio broadcast. And I just love hearing that great stuff. Savings only. It sounds great. 1818 Central Avenue, Albany. It's going to be fair and cold tonight with a low around 20. Sunny tomorrow with a high of 45. And clear and cold tomorrow night with a low around 15. Currently under clear skies, 38 degrees. God, I love it. Uh, okay, let me play uh, one more. Only because it's I amazing how actually how little. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of datedness to the that you know station ID and jingle and whatever, mm -hmm. but not. A tremendous amount. Yeah, you're right. It it's sounds so really different. old to me because of the hiss. But yeah. you're right. The fundamentals are you all. You clean still up the, the audio. Same. It doesn't yeah. really sound that different. Um, this next one is going to be a little rough to make entertaining because it's very, very visual. But I didn't want to sleep on it because it is a newer one. This was posted to YouTube by SUNY Schenectady. That's the um, wait. I was going to say City University. No, it was S uh, State University. Of State New York. University of New York. Uh, their Schenectady branch. They do have a commercial, and this must be well. Again, it was posted in June of last year. Um, and since you uh, work in both higher ed, and also you think about the way higher ed markets itself and stuff like that, I wanted your take on this one. I think it's a pretty decent local um, university commercial. Um, it does start with something that I think is always a little bit risky, which is a super, super close-up of somebody's face. Yeah, and it's like right on their eye. Right on someone's eye that is closed. So you're seeing yeah. a closed Although eyelid. It's like, it's not, the brow isn't too messy, so. No, it's, Good job. it's decent, but like you need to be like really professional, like national level yeah. for like lighting and makeup to not make that look bad. This is okay. It it's okay. fine. You could see it, you know, again, if this was a Super Bowl commercial, that close up of the eye would be probably mostly digital and, right. <laughs> you know, really cleaned up. Um, but I think the whole point of this is you're going to see this person's eye open and then we kind of go into their eye and we see them, I assume, kind of fat, um, kind of imagining all the different things they could do with various kinds of degrees. And right. again, I, so the camera goes into their brain. Yes, yeah, so the, the camera goes into their brain via the eyeball, which is the, the way doctors do it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Empower your senses. Yeah. 
Yeah. The way it goes into the eye, the the eye opens and it turns it like the pupil contracts and you see a really bright blue eye, which a little bit puts me in the mind of the White Walkers, but really <laughs> puts me in the mind of the um the York peppermint patty ads. Oh. If there was like a sh- sound, this would be a York peppermint patty ad. Wait, do their eyes change color in there? They don't change color, but they like the the pupil contracts as they oh, as I they like get the that. cold shock of oh, the okay. uh, the candy. I see. Well, in this, there's not a lot. I mean, again, it's all this um, this but, chamber music. But yeah, it's can like, you can you go back? I'm sorry, I was yeah. I was focused on the York peppermint patty comparison. <laughs> You're just thinking about candy. Now I'm just thinking about candy. So we see, you know, the typical scenes of people in laboratories like looking into microscopes and watching things bubble doing culinary classes and then this culinary class thing and it looks like we're going to see some uh people learning how to uh be part of a flight team as a matter of fact wait a second here i'm sorry this is a commercial for SUNY Schenectady. Yeah, but why does it say Schenectady Community College? Yes. County Community College. There's one shot. I bet you it's the same. I bet you the County Community College and the local SUNY branch are Work like together. partnerships. Yeah, because there this can't is, be two flight teams in that little region. Yeah, and they're showing a real close up of the flight team jacket and it says SCCC flight team. We know SCCC now as. The place where the um, official city song was oh, both right. originated and recorded. Where all the cronyism is happening. <laughs> exactly. So from a production standpoint, you can just... This is really nice. It, it's nicely done, this right? This is for especially... I mean, I don't know what how big SUNY Schenectady is, but like this has a very professional feel to it. Empower your mind. SUNY Schenectady. Empowering your next step. I, not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. And yeah, I think the fact that it's well produced actually really helps you want to be a part of those worlds. It does. And I mean, I, I look at that and I, it's interesting, like all the disciplines that they focused on were really um, sort of a lot of practical stuff mm-hmm. like forensics mm-hmm. and um, like learning to fly a plane and culinary school. So it was very focused on like, I mean, there was a little bit of laboratory stuff, but there wasn't a lot of, like, math equations on a board. <laughs> right, right. And I'm not casting aspersions. Yeah. Right? Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. I was just laughing because I was picturing the, um, what's the janitor with smart movie in, in Boston? The janitor the j- was smart. <laughs> By he means goodwill hunting, I mean everyone. Goodwill hunting, as or as he calls it, the janitor was smart. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. It looks so bad. It won like every Oscar, didn't it? Well, it won best screenplay. I think. I think those yeah, two dudes. I know that's those, like two a, dudes, <laughs> those, those two dudes. Those two super dudes. famous dudes. <laughs> Uh, one best screenplay. Uh, all right, let's I was very into it. I was in college right around the time that came out. I was in college in Boston. So like mm-hmm. all, a lot well, of... Well, not in Boston, okay. but near Boston. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to Harvard, so mm-hmm. that joke doesn't apply to me. But it was near Boston. Well, you didn't go to school in Boston. No. Wellesley isn't in Boston. Yes. Wellesley isn't in Boston. Um, <laughs> but we would spend a lot of time in Harvard Square, and it was right when the movie came out. So it was like mm-hmm. the bar where the, you know... How do you like them apples scene, you know, happens is was like in our was like a bar that we could go to. Oh, I think I went there. Was that the rat skeller or something? Or no, it's the place we saw the rat. No, no I'm thinking of something place. That was a it's different not the place. Drunken, it was a drunken scholar or. I don't remember. No. What, what did you think of Mona Lisa's smile? That uh, was a movie that actually was about my Wellesley, college. Yeah, right? it was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. That came out right after you graduated. Yeah. Like in, that the, in movie the first was, five years. A truly an abomination. I mean, just terrible. All right, save it for our upcoming movie podcast. Ooh, is anybody doing a podcast about movies? <laughs> what about bad movies that people don't like? I was going like... to say that. I was say, no, 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 no. What if we did, like, bad movies right. and we, we joked on them? All right, uh, let's see here. Oh, I don't know these. This this is your, You should take over here with the Ad Council. Yeah, so thank you, uh, first of all, to listener DDH who posted an interesting article um, so Papa John's pizza, we all know Papa John's, um, famously, uh, he's like a right wing nut job and then he got ousted the, the main dude, the original John, 
uh, got ousted, I think, for being like finally too toxic, even for, you know, this shitty pizza brand. But now Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq to his friends, mm-hmm. um, has has joined uh, has joined as their new pitch man. Oh, I guess like after the you know, they, they sort of come through the controversy with and I forget exactly why. Um, I can't think of his last name, but why Papa John himself got kind of ousted. But there was quite a hullabaloo about well, the it. last. I mean, it was a bunch of things, but then he used the N word in a meeting about racial sensitivity. Oh, okay. Remember so that? And I, that was, there was like, just so many just things. Kept stacking yeah. up, and they were just like, just he's a horrible just human leave. being. Leave, like you're hurting business, brah. Yeah. So oh, and it also started with the we're losing sales. Our pizza sales are down because nobody's watching the NFL anymore because players are taking a oh, knee. Oh, yeah. They tried. That to, was the first. They one. tried to blame their shitty pizza sales on uh, on the the. Uh, the pr- players protesting. Yeah. So this is an article from The Root, uh, which is a, a, a blog I like a lot, um, which opens this way. When we got word Papa John's Pizza got a new, parentheses, black face, Shaquille O'Neal, the crew at The Root had a field day. Ask Shaq about his obsession with being a cop and if he had trouble finding a cap and cane for his soft shoe routine. Whipped one. Oh, you know, I wasn't thinking about it in those terms. Yeah, very the 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 perception at least, the the roots take on this. And the root, if you don't know, is like a uh, I guess black issues blog or like black interest oh. and culture blog. So they see it as blackwashing. Blackwashing, yeah, exactly. Right, which I mean makes sense. I just wasn't. Well, I'm a white dude. I guess I was. I you know but what I, I mean, thought of right away. I was like, oh, I hope they use the same people who make the general commercials. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know you don't see color, famously. Uh But I see generals. You just see generals. You just see rank. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. So I think it is very telling that, like, Papa John's went out of their way to find a person of color as their spokesman and also telling that the one they rolled to get was Shaq, who was, I guess, also said, I didn't know this, that Trump deserves a fair chance. See, and so is that the only thing? What were the what? What was about being a cop or something? I guess Does he have a bunch of. I think he's like. I mean, I know he's like played a cop in an Adam Sandler movie, mm. and I think he like. I think he's just sort of like an. A, a, he just like loves the establishment, and I mean, the establishment I guess has treated him pretty well. So I mean, mm-hmm. maybe that makes sense. But I think he's you know he's no Colin Kaepernick. Right. Right. Yeah. Is he an OJ though? Famously, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's not black. He's Shaq. Yeah, (laughs) put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. And I had a couple that I want to play for you, but I see. Oh, thanks. So thank you to DDH because that's interesting. Well, well, we will watch that one as it unfolds. And what's this thing from Candy? Um, Oh, I just liked this because (laughs) this is something that would make me angry too. Uh, Candy writes. I can't find the ad, but I just heard a radio spot for Skechers, the shoe, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the tagline was, Skechers, we put the S in comfort. And it made me unreasonably angry. <laughs> we put the, what does that mean? It we, does. Well, so they're is whole, it supposed to be a, just a joke. I, I think it's like supposed it. to be a joke. And they have it as a, it's, it's obviously a joke because they are like sell T-shirts and things that say like, we put the S in fun or we put the uh-huh. S in action. Like, I you know, love it. The S is their is their logo. Uh-huh. Right. And so, you know, the particular like stylized S that they have. And so I think, um, you know, it's it is a joke, obviously, that they get. They are not bad spellers. They're just trying to like say that. You know, Skechers is all of these things. Um, what what I really want to talk about, I mean, I that that can make Candy mad. It can make you not mad. The reason I like it is just because it's like so irritatingly <laughs> off. It's like kind <laughs> yes. of like it reminds me of something it, it we would do on TBTL. It makes your brain break for a second. Yeah, yeah, right. But what I wanted to mention, because it went, set me down a Skechers rabbit hole uh, today, is that did you know that Skechers took out a New York Times ad after that shoe blew out, that Nike shoe blew out on that um, basketball player, that college basketball player, Zion? Uh-huh. Um, they put a picture of just like two, a huge close up of two shoes. One of them was like totally blown out on the side. And in the Nike font wrote, um, just blew it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they like totally like took a huge shot at Nike. That's fun. Yeah. I like, I like your steez, as you would say. I I always enjoy that. I, I like any kind of scrapping and ads. So that's great. Yeah. Well, I liked um, the urgency with which Lisa tweeted at us. She said, 
Idris Elba Squarespace commercial. Hit or miss? I must know your take immediately. <laughs> I will take my answer off the air. <laughs> now, have you watched this freaking thing? Yes. I watched it today for the first time. Have you seen it in the wild? Uh, I do think I saw it in the wild because I thought I said it, something to you about it when it was on. Was I, I drunk? Mm, possibly. Probably. <laughs> um, I don't. I honestly don't remember that. Maybe it was halfway through and I just wasn't paying attention to what was going on. This ad is mesmerizing. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons I... Well, first of all, it's Idris Elba. He... He, it's directed by Spike Jones, for Christ's sake. Oh, it is. Yeah. I, does, how, see, I didn't know that. Of, so, of course, like, this is top-notch talent, top-notch money mm-hmm. <laughs> that went into this, top-notch production. But we just see a, um, it's a, it's a city street corner at night, very quiet. We see a very handsome man, a potentially future James Bondy looking guy. I, keep, I feel like we I feel like every person in the world could sign a petition and like the Bond franchise would never do it. Yeah. No, anyway, um he's not dressed like Bond. Um he is you know Idris Alba, he's dressed casually. He's just sitting alone on a street corner. And the camera kind of zooms in closer to him and then he opens his mouth to start singing. But when he starts singing it's not his voice. It's a child's voice singing K Sarah Sarah. And it is haunting. It is arresting. It is haunting and it sucks you in. And then what happens to this? He starts um he starts we see him in all kinds of different situations, right? Like I think maybe starting some sort of culinary thing, like baking cakes at one point. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all the scenarios that it goes through, but it's kind of like the idea is like all the things you could do with a spare you could um promote through a Squarespace website. Exactly. So it's like these different vent little vignettes. And then at the very end it just says dream it. And I have to describe it to you because to you this is just gonna sound like a version of K Sarah Sarah. But let's take a quick listen to this. He uh, is now singing the song in a boxing ring. Then he gets his clock knocked. Now he's in a uh, fighter jet of some sort. He's a fashion designer. He's a fashion designer. He's floating, though. I mean, it just has this. It's, it's very surreal. He's, yes. a, he's a puppeteer. Uh, now he's a baker. I mean, he's like, you know, they just put him in all these, like, and they're beautifully shot and well-constructed shots. Now he's an astronaut walking on to the, walking to the tower. And it just has the, you said Spike Jones, right? Uh, yep. And it just has this kind of Spike Jones magical quality Yeah, it's very to magical. It. And then at the very end, it just says, dream it, make it. Squarespace. It's interesting that they've switched to Dream It, Make It because Build It, uh, Build It Beautiful was their has been their tagline oh, for a while. They're both good. Yeah. For this commercial, though, I really like that. And then I got this um, video from Arthur. I don't have his tweet in front of me right now, but it was something like, "Um, have you seen this yet? WTF?" And I clicked on it and I thought, "Yes, I have seen this," but kind of in the corner of my eye a million times and I always forget what the product is. I think it's for a meat product, but it's not because the whole commercial takes place in a butcher shop, kind of a high-end modern-looking butcher shop. Yeah. Um a, you know, kind of a classy-looking woman comes in and, you know, we see the the butcher who's also a, a woman um and she's like sharpening knives and uh, we hear the bell of the door as it opens and she starts talking directly to the customer who just walked in and she starts saying you essentially like you want more than a pork chop and you're like what the, where the hell is this going and as the butcher is talking the customer starts following her kind of into a back room mm-hmm. and uh and here I'll pick it up there We both know you're not just looking for pork chops. You're searching for something more red-blooded. Right this way. So at that point, I always think, oh, this is for beef? (laughs) Honestly. And I've seen it a million times, and somehow my brain will not adjust to this big transition point. She slides this door open, and she starts walking into a back room, and the customer follows her. You thirst for adrenaline. You hunger for raw power. Well, you've come to the right place. 
yeah, she's for Audi. She finally opens the final door. And it's a giant room, not unlike a Chevy cavern. (laughs) And there's a beautiful Audi in there. And the screen says, there's a new beast in town. The road is yours. Dig in. And now we see the car driving around the city streets. It's kind um, of a weird metaphor. Have you, have you noticed that before? I, you say I've seen this when we were I watching swear, TV together. Yeah. I, I would swear on a stack of Bibles that I've never seen this. It does not look familiar to me in the least. I mean, I believe you, but it's just strange. It's like not it, sticky for it some reason. It made no impression on me. Yet it's very stylistic. It's stylized. It's like a cool... I mean, the backsplash in that book at Butcher Shop is exactly what I would put in my own kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really what stood out to me. Are they selling black backsplash tiles? <laughs> so I'll buy those. I really liked them. You can sell anything. Well, thank you, you for uh, finding all of the extra Schenectady commercials. I gave up after I found like two. <laughs> extra Schenectady. Extra. <laughs> to all to all my Ernie's out there, yeah. get at me. What up, Ernie's? You can find us on the Facebook group um, that is After These Messages on Facebook. Um, you can email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail. And you can always call us at 607 444 5597. And if you are a listener in Schenectady, if you are an Ernie specifically, we <laughs> definitely want to hear from you. Why do you guys call yourselves Ernie's? Yeah, that's so weird. We'd love to hear the story on that. All right. <laughs> Apparently, um, based on the same data that brought Schenectady to the forefront today, it looks like Calgary. Calgary, you're next. It might be kind of a similar situation where we have kind of a a growing audience in Calgary. We did do a show on Canadian commercials. Mm -hmm. What did we call it? I can't remember. But I promise you it was not anything that was a play on A. (laughs) Because we're not hacks. But uh, anyway, if you're a Calgary... uh, Calgar, wow, my brain broke at the end of the show. If, if you're a Calgarian, <laughs> if you're a Gregory, which we all know, you guys call each other. Uh, let us know what's banging around the airwaves up there. All right, we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. I'll get my tongue back for that. Add the juice now. Oh. Hey yo, the government is lies, son. United States of Google, Verizon. They all spy, son. I'm Pisces rising. And you ain't Hoover. You suck like James Dyson. Google the devil, but I feel lucky. Extreme homemade.